Let's get educated. That's why we're here, to bring you the stories impacting K-12 classrooms and college campuses. It's time for a little education. Hello everyone, I am Katie Patrick, joined as always by the one, the only, the man himself, David Fiorazzo. Yes. Now just a quick shout out, shout out to Freedom Project Academy, which is our K-12 Judeo-Christian online school. Awesome. And we continue. We've been rolling through this spring and we're going to continue all summer long to enroll students for this upcoming fall. And we want you to request your free packet of information to learn more about the school by visiting freedomforschool.com. That's freedomforschool.com. And of course, you just let them know when you go there and request your free packet that educated are the people who sent you. Educated. 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 Now anyway, Florida. Ah, Florida. 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 That's where he gets his name from. Florida hits the leftist agenda again with an all-out ban on the racist DEI initiatives that teach students that all white, straight people are the cause of every problem in society. Florida. Florida. Mm. Doing something good. Yes. Thank you, Ron DeSantis. Thank you for your contribution, Christopher Rufo. Um, so Flo the Florida governor signed not one, <gasps> not two, oh. but three bills Woo! into law Monday that uh, placed further restrictions on DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion initiatives, as Florida was recently ranked as the top state in the country for education. What? They must be doing something right. Well, I guess so, if so, Florida's number one. Yep. The three bills that DeSantis signed were SB 266, that's Senate Bill 266, prohibits institutions from spreading federal or state dollars on discriminatory uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion initiatives. Next, House Bill HB 931, and that prohibits Florida's public institutions from requiring students, faculty, or staff to, make pol to take political loyalty tests. And also SB 240 which expands workforce education initiatives and increases access to career and technical education programs, according to the governor's office. And, you know, Florida has ranked numero uno in higher education for seven years wow. in a row. But no. Katie, will any blue states follow their lead? Absolutely Your not. Your prediction? No. Yeah. Mm, no. <laughs> Tough uh, one. And of course, what the, what they, the people who disagree with everything that is Florida, will say, well, that was a biased test. Florida is horrible. Their education system down there is just atrocious. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. What's your state look like? Because quite frankly, I mean, to be number one, it sounds nice, but when you look at overall nationwide how bad our students are doing, Ugh. it's like you're number one of the worst. Like, okay, we're we're the least of the worst with in terms of our education system. Yeah. But it's kind of fascinating. You look at these three bills, you would think that people would be like, yes, exactly. Well, that makes sense. It makes sense what, what is what they're doing, but it yeah. also at the same time is like, why do we need it? Why is it that we actually have to put it into writing? You have to put it into writing because clearly someone is doing the thing that should not be done. Like specifically with HB 931 that prohibits the uh, public institutions from requiring students, faculty or staff to take political loyalty tests. Who's doing that, that they have to? Clearly they, they had to make a rule. Right, so right. you would actually think this is a benefit to people on the left. 
Because if they had to take this political loyalty test, it would show how just woo, way far left they are, and maybe then they wouldn't get hired or something else would happen. So it's actually kind of a benefit to them. It, it should be remain neutral. You should not have to take political loyalty tests oh, left, right, or center. Like exactly. You should not have to exactly. do that, especially students, but in, also faculty, staff, any of you. Like It should be unbiased, if you will, in that sense. Well, we have words from the great Alex <gasps> Newman's own governor in Florida, DeSantis. Go ahead. So the first bill that I'll be signing is SB 266. Um, and what this does is reorient our universities uh, back to their traditional mission. And part of that traditional mission is to treat people as individuals, not to try to divvy them up based on any type of superficial characteristics. Um, we're going to elevate merit and achievement uh, above identification with certain groups. And in order to do that, uh, we had to uh, look at this new concept, relatively new concept, called diversity, equity, and inclusion. And um, when I see diversity, I think like, you know, different viewpoints have a robust academic discussion in the university. Isn't that what they're for? In reality, what this concept of DEI has been is the attempt to impose orthodoxy uh, on the university, and not even necessarily in the classroom, but through the administrative apparatus of the university itself, and that manifests itself in a number of different ways. Uh, but this has basically been used as a veneer to impose an ideological agenda, uh, and that is wrong. And in fact, if you look at the way this has actually been implemented across the country, uh, DEI is, is better um, viewed as standing for discrimination, exclusion, and indoctrination. And that has no place in our public institution. Yes. Yes. Thank you. And um, we're <laughs> yes. going to hear from Chris Rufo in a minute. And you, I, I hope you follow him, Christopher Rufo. Um, SB 266 is one that garnered the most attention because it directly goes after woke ideologies in higher education, cutting off funding for initiatives that promote dangerous political and social activism, such as DEI initiatives, which Governor Santos rightly said, it's happening across the country. And finally, some governors and some universities are dealing with it. But if we have time, we'll talk about this when we come back. But let's watch the Chris Rufo video. The latest iteration of this political development was the explosion in 2020 of DEI programs. And as legislators were contemplating the bill to abolish them, I did a series of investigative reports of five Florida's public universities. University of Florida, the flagship institution, had created more than 1,000 separate DEI initiatives. They denounced the United States as a system of, quote, white supremacy, and even encouraged white faculty to participate in something called Racists Anonymous. Florida International University turned its DEI program explicitly into a ground for left-wing activist recruiting, even training students for participating in violent BLM protests and teaching them how to handle tear gas and getting arrested by police. All funded by many of the people in this room with taxpayer dollars. This legislation that will be signed momentarily will immediately abolish all of these programs. Done. By the way, that's Done. one university in Florida, over a thousand, did he say that? Over mm -hmm. a thousand DEI initiatives. And if you heard the yelling in the background, if you watch the whole video, those are protesters, left-wing activists out there trying to, you know, shout their opposition to what they're doing. And there's nothing that annoys them more <laughs> than having, especially a white cisgender 
male Christian, I assume, they're just standing up there and just kind of mocking them at the beginning of the video and just spouting off facts because it burns them. They like, hate truth, Every time they hate a facts. fact gets yeah. spoken, they get seared a little bit there. It's, ah, that one hurt. Yeah, yeah so Christopher Rufo, it, we've mentioned him, I don't even know, umpteen times on this show. He's actually from Seattle, and he went down to Florida and, and spoke on behalf you know, of the Floridians. But he has done a lot of work. Extensive ex- research uh, yeah, on this. Yeah, looking into yeah. what is happening throughout yeah. the school systems across the nation. So yeah. thank you, Christopher Rufo. Yes, yes. Um, all right, still to come, America's vice president. Oh. Do we have a vice president? I don't know. Oh, that's right, Maybe. that's right. Gets roasted after making a ridiculous statement about the importance of teaching women's history in school while claiming anyone can identify as a woman. Stay tuned for some Kamala. Today's episode is brought to you by Freedom Project Academy. Take back your kids' education. FPA's fully accredited classical curriculum provides live, on-demand, and homeschool courses built on Judeo-Christian values. Request your information packet and save 10% on tuition by visiting freedomforschool.com. That's freedom, F-O-R, school.com. Politics, politics, oh, the politics. It always interferes uh, more and more every single day in education. And uh, this time, let's talk about the second-ranking official in the the government, the federal government. It's the vice president of the United States. And yes, I guess we kind of sort of have one. Her name is Kamala Madingdong. I mean, Kamala Harris, who is uh, vice president. And last week, she... She said some things. And if you've ever listened to... She said some things. ...to Kamala Harris speak, you... <sighs> It's kind of like listening to the president. You're not really sure what you're going to get. You will get a word salad. That's as much as you can guarantee. You don't know what it will contain, but it will be a word salad. And this word salad um, talked about gender ideology. Because, of course, when she's speaking to uh, Emily's List, or the attendees of the Emily's List event, you have to talk about women's history and gender ideology and women's equality and all that nonsense. But what she says makes absolutely no sense. Just, Just watch. And most recently, they even want to eliminate classes that teach, quote, gender ideology. Well, so what are we talking about here? Classes that teach women's history? Women's equality? The study of the fact that there are still only 25 women in the United States Senate in a body of 100? Yeah, obviously. Let's just uh, have our politics and just completely be like, of course that means, yeah, no women's history. Mm -hmm, Yep, we're we're just going to put them together because clearly that's what's meant. Kamalama ding dong. My brain hurts just from trying to decipher. Just, uh, she's got the Emily's List signage behind her and that is all that needs to be said because all they care about are the, the talking points of, Emily's list and all of the Democratic talking points when it comes to women it's we don't know what a woman is but women is everything and at the same time lay off my body because my body my choice so you abort every baby because we don't even know when a baby is born like when a baby is a baby so well, they talk, it makes out of, no sense. they talk out of both sides of their mouth because right, they say, right, hey, right, women's right, right. history. And then they say, no, we're erasing women. We don't know what trans, a woman is, but women's woman. history. Boys Correct. can compete with girls and they can be just trans and they can be women. They can identify. But women's history, yes, women. 
So yeah, we we the Confusing. gender ideology, as she says, is that women's history. It's like, no, you silly. But hey, don't take our word for it. What do the people on Twitter have to say about this? Well, <laughs> some some there are some good responses. Uh, someone, a radio host actually named Matt Murphy, tweeted out: Regardless of her gender identity, this is not a very smart person. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Uh, Jack Schneider of the Republican National Committee actually uh, tweeted out a primary reason an overwhelming majority of Americans can't stand Kamala Harris is because she lacks a basic understanding of everything. Fact check true. And then uh, we had the, another person there, Karen Townsend. A uh, Karen actually said, what a stupid woman. Now, Karen, while I agree with you, I don't know that we are allowed to say that a stupid woman because is that how Kamala identifies? And if not... Does that mean her history will be erased? Because <laughs> women's history is going to be erased in her viewpoint. <sighs> Anytime she opens her mouth, I just, I just sigh. <sighs> anyway, when we come back, we have a high school English teacher who got fired after posting, hmm, we'll call them sexy dancing videos, involving her students on the very same TikTok channel where nearly 10 million followers come to see her, you know, bear a little more skin that then also leads to her only fans in Pornhub channel so it's you know it's it's all just one account there we're going to talk about it next today's show is sponsored by our friends at my pillow save up to 66 percent on pristine quality bedding towels slippers signature pillows and much more when you use the code educated that's e-d-u-c-a-t-e-d educated Support this show and a great American company. TikTok should be banned. But on to the next story. Uh, we have a dance-loving educator who has reportedly been fired from her position. All because, all because she performed sexy dances with her students and posted videos on TikTok. Now, of course, I'm being uh, a little sarcastic here when, when I say she only performed sexy dances for her students and then posted videos on TikTok. <laughs> now, Sibeli Ferraria, I don't even know how to pronounce her name. And I'm sure right now you're not even looking at her name. So, you, you know, based on if you're watching us here, you, you're looking at something so else. So she's but a teacher. She was a she teacher. She was a teacher. She's Brazilian who, and she's taught English all around the world in her most recent class was being taught at an unnamed language school. Apparently they're not naming it, but in a bid to engage her students, she began dancing with her pupils in the classroom. She has said Harmless. that one of, yes, one of my students invited me to dance with him and the class really enjoyed the interaction. Ooh. After that, the other students began to ask questions too. And I took advantage of the interaction and interest of the students to apply my classes with more quality because the students are more interested and excited. I know how difficult it, difficult it is for younger students to focus their attention on teaching versus social networks and technology. I can take advantage of their interest and bring them closer to teaching. Now, we're going to show you <sighs> this in action. If you have young children, maybe you don't want... I mean, I guess this was being done in, in front of the high schoolers. So in, a, just, in the classroom. In the classroom. In the so school. I guess it's your choice, Mom and yeah. Dad, if you want anyone to see this. Go ahead. Just go ahead. Okay. 
All right, so uh, David, who was the teacher in that one? Could you tell? I, was I, it apparent to yeah, you? Yeah, I, I thought it was the middle one, the middle one, but cause she looks like more of a professional dancer. But anyway, um, so I guess, did it mention what subject she taught? English. Oh, English. Okay, let me see. Let's, let's see, dancing English. I'm trying to make the Correct. connection, Katie. Help me. The only way the dancing in English could be if it was uh, more like the robot. I, that would be acceptable, I guess, to, if you're trying to learn. What does that have to do with English? It has to learn if you're trying to remember things, rhyme repetition. I still remember. Robot? I'm trying to think of a dance that's appropriate, not what she was doing. I'm trying to think <laughs> of the robot, like you could do something. Okay. I don't know. I'm just trying to put a How dance. How about the locomotion? No. Everybody's doing No, they're not brand anymore. New. Sorry. It's not brand new. It's Sorry. very old at this point. But Sorry. side note, in junior high English, I remember my teacher, my English teacher would say, buy my jewelry. And you're like, what does that even mean? But it was am, is, are, was, were to help us remember Amazar was were and he'd say buy my jewelry because it's five Amazar was were don't remi- don't ask me but it's like tr- these little mnemonic devices and things to help you remember things what she's doing not the same because she uh, has been posting these videos of her classroom interactions along with videos of her after class activities on her social media she has 9.7 million followers on TikTok and 1.2 million followers on her Instagram and so yeah, you may think, oh, cool, she's a teacher and she likes to interact with her students and dance and help them like learn English terminology. However, she also has these images that we already showed once, and if you have to see them again, I'm sorry. She she's posting all of these together, and so uh, it got a mix of of the videos of her being a young teacher. She's just a young teacher trying to survive. Um, it is unclear when her accounts, her various accounts, were created. But along with her usual social media accounts, she has those several pages on erotic sites, including OnlyFans and Pornhub. And as she said, as an adult woman who needed extra income, I looked for other forms of monetization. My mother, for example, knows this and accepts it very well. Even every woman should feel free and fulfilled with her body. Okay, so let me ask you, first of all, where was this again? Where, did it say where she was a no, teacher? No, it, it's an unnamed school. Okay, unnamed school. Well, yeah. My, my question, and, and I'm just, for lack of better words, and playing devil's advocate, um, this is what the system supports and believes in. I don't understand why they would fire her. Well, could you make the argument that, well, this is why we need to pay our teachers more, so they don't have to go on OnlyFans? Well, they don't have to, but... That, but According to the Antichrist worldview, when you remove God, the Bible, Jesus, the Ten Commandments from the school system and from the culture, so you got that out of the schools, you can, if kind of anything goes now. If you're a teacher, why, why isn't she allowed to do that? So I know there are some educators that still want to teach old school teaching, and that's really learning critical thinking, and they'd say, well, that's inappropriate for the classroom, and I would agree heartily but if you look at the modern understanding of what's allowed and what's appropriate i mean what's next we we shouldn't be surprised we shouldn't be surprised and in in her own words it makes sense she says the school gives me a safe and stable place however my content (laughs) on social networks pays me much more from a logic standpoint like that then yeah i could see in in a society where morality is kind of like whatever and everything's out the window Sure. We did a similar sense. story like this about a month yeah. ago, didn't we? Someone yes. had their yep. extracurricular, and they're, and they're making money yep. as a dancer, I think. Yep. They're um, doing they're doing lots of things. And then the yeah. teacher who is 
doing her dances in the school, and then it was for her OnlyFans. Anyway, yeah. nothing new, but still to come. We have a high school student in Kentucky who's gone viral after making a special offer to fellow students that may be struggling in history class. Stay with us. If you have a smartphone, tablet, Roku, or Apple TV, consider downloading the Freedom Project media app. It's 100% free and includes all of our weekly shows, plus lecture series, archive programs, and award-winning animated videos for families like the Presidential Minute, Battles of America, and Heroes of the West. Don't rely on the social media giants to keep you informed. Simply download the Freedom Project media app from your app store and allow notifications. And we'll let you know when a new video is ready. Okay, here's an interesting story to kind of make up for what we've already shared with you guys today. <laughs> Let's end on a good note. Now, this was from a couple years ago, but it recently came back into the headlines. And it's I didn't hear about this, and most people didn't. That's why it's kind of like a new news story again. But a teacher shared a student's generous offer to give test points to a classmate, the classmate with the lowest score, and without telling the classmate. And so uh, it's, there's a photo that shows a student's gesture to offer up five of his test points to a classmate, getting lots of love on Facebook and lots of likes. So here's the student that got a 94. So Katie, I... Did did this student get a ninety nine and he Correct. gave away five and now he, he gave away five got, so so the five yeah. points went to the student with the lowest mm-hmm. score. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So Winston Lee's the history teacher at Letcher County Central High School in Whitesburg, Kentucky, and he's the one who actually shared the snapshot that he took of the he, the boy's a junior um, and their exam was on World War Two. So he was like, hey. He like he was very confident. He must have been very confident in himself to know like. I'm going to ace this. So, you know, like there's there's some sort of a, uh, a knowing that he was going to do well. It's interesting. Some of the people, when you talk about this, should should this have been done, David? Should he have been allowed to give points to the person who has the lowest score? Some people, when you're talking about some say absolutely, some say no, that's just yeah, making it. There are so two that, sides. Yeah, can, there are two sides it to it. Ways. So that if you're the, the kid who did get the, the points um, – the student went from 58 points, who scored the lowest, to actually passing the test because of these five allotted points. And that student was did not know that she – it was a, a female who that she had received um, the five bonus points from and this didn't young fail. gentleman. Yeah, and didn't fail. Because, well, might have said, hey, you got five bonus points, but didn't know what student. And, by the way, the post had 76,000 likes and 55,000 shares, and it revealed the note – that this unnamed student and I like you know what I like about this it's not glorifying the it's not the student's not a hero we don't know his name we don't know who it was so we don't know who it was yeah that's and uh, she the student that received the five points was really thankful Uh, she doesn't know who gave the points Mm -hmm. and it's an it's an interesting interesting story but down at the bottom of the article it says um, I feel really great that it helped this student from 58 points to passing Um, we don't know what her situation may have been and that's it's true yeah. so interesting there's and, and this is always what happens when you you give right you never know on the other side who's receiving it and how they're going to yeah. take it they you know you give something money time effort something to someone else 
they could be utterly grateful for it or utterly like whatever you know just gimme 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 so like you you as the giver that's not your job to know you just give you give freely and then yeah. it's out of your hands after so, that. so now, now that this has gone viral yeah. i i think the people in the classroom in that school can kind of narrow down yeah they probably did who some of down. the top students are and who might have done they it probably but figured I'm, I'm glad it out, we don't but know. that's okay yeah it's all good all right. Well, if you are a fan of this show, please give us five bonus points. Wait, no, we don't need five bonus points. Uh, five stars. How about that instead? Five stars. Uh, if you would be so kind as to like, comment, and share this video, um, that would be, you know, that would just be a nice thing. And we don't, you don't have to tell us you're doing it either. We will, we will, but we will be grateful for it. Just follow and share. Just follow and share. That's all we're asking. All right. Well, don't forget to check out Freedom Project Academy for this upcoming fall. Get your students educated. Have them join Freedom Project Academy. Get some more information for free by visiting freedomforschool.com. That's all you have to do to get started. Mm -hmm. And don't forget to say that educated we sent you. Now for David and myself, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And thank you for supporting what we do here. Until next time, stay educated. Educated is directed and produced by Mike Menzel. Hosted by Katie Petrick and David Fiorazzo. Makeup and hair by Katie Scholl. Graphics designed by Dan Kaler. Educated is owned by Freedom Project Media. See other shows and content at freedomproject.com or download the Freedom Project Media app. Copyright 2023.